Greetings from San Diego. How greetings. is Greece treating you? Greetings from Crete. Oh, Crete, my goodness. The island wow. of Crete. Mm -hmm. So how are things going for you there in Wonderful. Greece? It's just lovely going into, it's still summery, but you can feel the fall in the air. You can definitely feel, um, you know, what's happening in the air. Oh, that's and, exciting. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's what we're supposed to feel right now because about 10 days ago, the sun crossed the equinox and we, are, we were at equal day, equal night. We just had our new moon in Libra. Uh, Venus is signed, by the way, uh, at five degrees Libra. But, you know, uh, Venus is way ahead now in Libra. She's, you know, she's evening star now, so she's going to be making her presence known in the night sky. And she's pretty far ahead of the sun already. She's uh, starting the month at 20 degrees Libra. She'll end the month at the last degree of Scorpio. So she really whips through Scorpio this month. And yes, um, you know when she when November begins, when we're talking next month, she'll already be having just entered Sag. And that you know, anytime whenever the seasonal planets throughout the year enter Sag, I always think of. You know, that's the preview for everybody getting in holiday and travel mode. Now, exactly. What, what are they doing for the holidays? Where are they going? What are they doing? Right. Are they right. putting on a big feast? Are they, you know, whatever. Exactly. So, well, let me welcome all of our listeners to um, our podcast for Venus for the month of uh, October already. Hard to believe we're already here. And this is Catherine Boyer, and I'm with Ariel Gutman, and um, we're picking up again on another month of giving you an update on the energies of Venus for the next 30 days. Right. And um, it's, it's interesting to note that we've had this beautiful September with the energy starting out in Virgo and then into Libra. But we're going to go from Venus being in her beautiful sign to what some consider a more challenging energy into Scorpio. So, um, there's always a lot of negative press about Venus being in Scorpio, but I think there's some benefit there too. And, uh, you know, well, much like when you we're... don't mess with Venus when she's in Scorpio, she's not no, the docile so... little doll, you know, she's not the little doll that, that Venus doll that people can just pick up and that she's just going to go, you know, whatever you tell her to do, what is she's going to, you know, she's just going to flow with it. She's just right. going to be, cool and chill like you know venus likes to be now she's hot and fiery in scorpio it's a mars sign she has a mission she has something to do and i think venus in scorpio scorpio is a sign that contains a lot of hidden material especially hidden things that are obviously secrets and maybe even secret affairs or mismanagement of resources or a story with some gory details in it, you know, maybe a murder mystery. When I was looking through some of the celebrities, I saw a lot of murder mystery writers and screen screenwriters and authors and people who love to get into the gory details of, you know, what's behind the scenes. 
but you know we also have sexual scandals breaking with venus and scorpio in fact the first five degrees of scorpio and taurus seem to me now to be pretty well fixed as um an axis of exposing you know when celebrities get busted for um, having affairs or ha certain humiliating experiences because of bad behavior. So fascinating. So it doesn't wait to get what she'll do yeah. next. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So that first five degrees, we'll be able, we'll certainly watch for that. Well, the date that uh, Venus actually goes into Scorpio is, um, is it the 8th of October, I think? Right, it's the 8th. Okay. All and right. the first, really the first half of October is very Plutonian. Um, Venus is in, I mean, Venus is in Libra, but already going into the first from September 30th in some parts of the world, October 1st in other parts, Venus in Libra was squaring Pluto and Capricorn. Um, and then one day later, the second and the third, Pluto goes stationary direct. So Pluto's even more powerful. I think all planets are more powerful when they're stationary. They're felt more intensely. And then on the 8th, she enters Pluto's sign, which is Scorpio, more Pluto. And then on the 10th, she, um, um, 11th, she actually crosses her own star point in Scorpio. Ah, so that's an intense day. I'm going to mark my calendar for that. Um, what can we expect with that? Yeah, Venus on her own star point. So whoopee, you know. She it sounds gonna, to me like we might find out. She does that five about, times a year. Right. Um, whenever well, she crosses I mean, a star point. That's right. That's right. She does that. I forgot to do that. I haven't been tracking that. But I, I feel like um, maybe this is a day when you find out about some secrets or if you're wanting to know something, put your feelers out on that day. Well, you may be asked to dig into things that, find something out and reveal something that maybe you're not supposed to know or get into, but somebody might coerce you into trying to find, you know, ferret out the secrets about something or the truth about something. I mean, it's always good to know the truth and she's good at getting to it. But the trouble is once she gets the truth, she may not be happy about what she finds. So, well, yes, that is, the, uh, you know, you sweet. have to be careful what you ask for. We always do. That's true. Right. And so I'm also reminded that um, Mars is, uh, is actually going to be shifting from Virgo into Libra in the next month. Mm -hmm. Now, does that bring us a situation of mutual reception? And can you expand on that? Yeah, it is mutual reception of Venus and Scorpio, Mars and Libra. Well, Mars and Venus are cooperating with one another. Um, I'll say that, but she's the strong one um, because she's in, you know, she's in the power sign, Scorpio. Mars is in the more docile sign, Libra. Not that Libra isn't strong. It is a cardinal sign and it, it does get things done. But Mars, because it rules Aries, doesn't really, you know, it, it, it doesn't always get its way in Libra. It has to really work hard at, uh, meeting um, the situation halfway. Um, so sometimes it gets stopped in its tracks and has to rethink uh, what it was doing, where it was going. 
but still I think overall that's a good combination with the mutual reception. Um, Mars will in Libra though uh, be squaring all those Capricorn planets uh, later in the month. So that's gonna probably be some tense times. But as far as our goddess planet is concerned, I think the first half of the month is a little bit more Plutonian from the sense of, you know, the Scorpio, the secrets, the what she's uncovering, the maybe dealing with financial issues. There's an opposition to Uranus and Taurus on the 12th of October. So she might be feeling a little bit uh, like she's... A little pressured, right? Yeah, I know that it could those of us who are still it could right. be financial pressure. There could right. be a time where you have to really sit down um, head to head with um, your financial advisor or your partner, business partner mm -hmm. or your domestic partner, and look at the books. And like I said, she uncovers things. She's not always happy about what she uncovers, but I think you know probably a change in in spending habits and all of that will need to That's take That's great place. advice. And I think we're feeling the pinch in the economy just a bit, possibly with a lot of the, the news going on with our administration. Right. Um, and uh, I, th I think for those of us still left in the business world, um, you know, we're, we're in what we call the fourth quarter now. So we've got three more months to make our goals, our, our sales goals or whatever um before the end of the year it's hard to believe but we are in that last quarter of the year of the calendar year That's so right. yeah definitely tightening up and um looking to see if we're gonna we're gonna get to those goals so well i, I think there's good news on that end i think after the middle part of the month especially in the 20 you know from like the 18th to the 28th of the month uh, Venus in Scorpio is making pretty good aspects to the planets Pluto and Saturn and Capricorn. First she sextiles Saturn and on the 20th and she trines Neptune on the 21st and then she sextiles Pluto on the 25th. So, you know, the trine to Neptune is those stars in your eyes, what's seducing you, what's calling you from the beyond, you know, oh, I want to do this, I want to go off on a big adventure or go, you know, whatever it is, but it costs money. But I think with the 20th, uh, with the with the sextiles to the Capricorn planets, the budget's going to be redone. The reality of what you're trying to do will somehow come together with the dream of what you want to do. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so that, think it that tells possible. me to... I think it will be possible. So I'm going to wait to do my rolling up of the sleeves on the budget there until the second part of the month. So appreciate wait until that. after the 20th to really look hardcore at all of this. Now I know a lot of people don't file their taxes till October 15th. And so that has to be done beforehand. But sometimes when we get the taxes done, when we're still in that uh, after feeling of, you know, that whole whatever time it took to, to put that together, which sometimes is a very intense period. Um, usually we can reflect very well on, okay, here it is in black and white. This is what I spent. This is what we made. 
you know, there's, there's got to be some more balance here. (laughs) Right. What do we need to, what do we need to do? Yeah. Down to the bones. Under the swamp and the bones. Those are such Scorpio feelings. Well, let's move on and let's talk about um, maybe a celebrity or two. Who do we have that you've been, uh, you know, digging up that might be a nice example of this, this Venus Scorpio energy? Well, there's a number of celebrities who come to mind with Scorpio star points and Scorpio Venuses, but um, they're usually uh, people who have dared to open doors to the underworld or to the basement, and sometimes they get trapped there in the underground. We have myths about that. Persephone and Inanna are two goddesses' stories that come to mind uh, about that phenomena that people actually live out. But... um, some of these people that go down there go and cross over. They don't ever come back. Um, others do make it back. And from what might be um, a very enlightening experience, even though it might've been really taking them to the depths it can be experienced sometimes as a near death experience. But the celebrity I really want to talk about this month with Venus and Scorpio uh, and nobody else uh, is Greta Thunberg, um, uh-huh. the, the young 16-year-old um, climate change activist from Sweden who's making all the news right now. And I'm posting the chart in the blog. If anybody wants to see it, read, you know, click on the blog and you'll get the whole story about her. But she has four planets in Capricorn. She was born at the new moon of Capricorn, so Sun and Moon are there. She also has Mercury there and Chiron, exactly conjunct her Sun in Capricorn. And Venus, Mars, Juno, and the Venus star point in Scorpio. So that's a heavy handle for, you know, somebody like her to be carrying. It's it's a big load. Um, she was born on 132003. By the way, each of those individual digits is a Fibonacci number, so I find some beauty in her, and actually even in her birth date. Um, the chart, we don't really have a birth time for as of yet, but I'm sure one will come out soon. Astrologers have been talking about her. But the, the thing is, she was born very, very close to that new moon in Capricorn, which was like around 12 Capricorn. And with her Scorpio Venus and her Mars Venus and her Scorpio star point, she's, you know, she's really not afraid to look at, look at something that most people do not want to look at. Let's face it. Um, The secrets, the reason things remain in the underworld or underground are in the shadow in Scorpios because people don't really want to deal with them necessarily. They're scary. And what if we did all look at the, um, you know, people are ignoring it. And I, I, you know, I am so in agreement with her about the fact that I've been saying for years that uh, why is the daily news focusing on all these quibbling politicians and all these little dramas and what this person said and what that person said. That is so minuscule compared to this global um, climate situation, which involves the whole planet and our future and all of us that are living on it. 
that should be what everybody's talking about every day in the news, not the Southern nonsense. And she's talking about it. I wanted to look at her, the three Sabian symbols around her son and the new moon that she was born on. Because Sabian symbols for our listeners, I think most of you know what they are, but it's uh, 360 degrees of the zodiac pictured in little images um, that were uh, translated, that were that were channeled, and then trans transmitted, I should say, channeled, transmitted, whatever, by Elsie Wheeler back in the early 20th century, and. They're the subject of many, many books. Um, many authors in astrology have written about these symbols over the years. But her karmic degree of her son is an illustrated lecture on natural science reveals little known aspects of life. <laughs> now, how perfect is that for her, right? Yes. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Then the, the next degree for her, her symbol, a fire worshiper meditates on the ultimate realities of existence. I mean, she's talking about the ultimate realities here, folks. You know, we're either going to make it or we're not going to make it. <laughs> this just a, tells you how she's serious. She's absolutely she's serious. serious. She's so focused. And then her, the visionary degree, the one I would call the visionary degree, which is the next degree forward is an ancient bas-relief carved in granite remains a witness to a long-forgotten culture. And that one gives me the chills because, you know, it's either picturing a time on earth that is no longer uh, for, well, for one reason or another, either because um, we're, you know, we're not here anymore or because, you know, we've managed to get ourselves out of the crisis and, the picture is what it used to look like here, you know, with, right, all, the, right. with all the greenhouse well, gases. <laughs> well, she definitely is resourcing something that she sees in the future and trying to prevent that from, from becoming a reality. So, uh -huh. yeah, that's fascinating. Okay. So anyway, um, for our listeners, I have her full chart and many comments about her chart in the blog. We don't have time to really deal with it now, but um, I, I will say one of her quotes um, from her TED talk of last year, although she made some powerful speeches this year at the UN, but she says, the only thing we need more than hope is action. Then hope is everywhere. So instead of looking for hope, look for action then and only then hope will come. And mm. she was 15 years old when she said that. She's very focused, she's very one-pointed. If you watch her speech, she's like, you know, this is her mission in life, there is no other. She sees mm -hmm. no other reason for any other conversation about anything. And she also says, I use my words very, very carefully. I only, I don't talk, she stopped talking for a while. That's part of her history. Um, she says, I only talk when there's something that needs to be said. And is that not Venus and Scorpio? <laughs> it's Venus and Sor Scorpio. I think it's sextiling her Mercury, which is retrograde, it looks like. Yes. So they have a sextile. So that is definitely that energy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very select, very powerful 
and yeah, and and the silence part. Goodness gracious. Right. What a strong young woman. We have a lot to look forward to with her kind right. of leading this charge and getting people getting people off the sofa and into the streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taking action. Yeah. So um, that's, that's really the, the chart I wanted to leave in, you know, imprint in everybody's mind this month. Um, look it over in the blog. As I said, there's a much fuller interpretation of her chart. She's also got Pallas Athena in Aquarius, exactly conjunct Uranus in Aquarius. And that is just glittering intellect um, brilliance, you know. She doesn't just... Uh, with her all that Scorpio, she doesn't just present two audiences from an emotional plea type of way. She actually has right. got the science behind her. And she is, you know, very cool. She's very level-headed. I think it's that Scorpio-Aquarius combination that can be, you know, very cool, but very serious and very uh, intent on um, that point of view. Fantastic. Well, we are so excited to watch for her, and she's she's a great uh, inspirational um, Venus in Scorpio character um, mm -hmm. to wake us up for the next 30 days. Very yes. exciting. And I do want to say one more thing about the future for her. The two of the uh, five Venus star points that are, you know, of, of the current ongoing star Two of them, the Leo one and the Capricorn, are going to be making really important connections to her natal sun and her natal Jupiter in the coming years. So um, I think we're going to see more of her. Fantastic. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll see more of her. She's uh, all over our social media these days. Okay, so, so what do you have to say about the Scorpio energy or any? Any final thoughts before we? Close? You know, I am. I am these days. I am looking for more energy. So you know, I'm just thinking. This is for me a feeling of a lot of deep meditation, going inward. You know, the 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 daylight in the northern hemisphere is is going to start to diminish. The temperatures are dropping. Um, right, we're all kind right. of going inward. And, and I think just to be mindful and to know that we have resources within ourselves to use our mind, um, take time to meditate, of course. Deep and, breathing um, while you're meditating. Yeah, Deep yeah. breathing. And, and, and it's time to be a little bit serious right now. And like you said, this is the energy right before we go into sort of more of the celebrational, you know, energies of of uh, maybe November as we approach the holiday season. So get your, get your groove on and yeah, get ready. It's, I can't <laughs> believe we've only got three more year, three more months before the end of the year. Shocking. Right. I know it is, but uh, it's true. Scorpio's the time to let us all kind of um, let the final vestiges of summer and the harvest of autumn you know, let go of and kind of go inward and do that meditative, go into that meditative place before we get all activated again when the planets start moving into Sagittarius and all the holidays start to happen. And then it's uh, crazy again, you know. It is going to be crazy. Yeah. So everybody what? just, um, you know, think about 
Um, think about something that we can do individually. I think I'm inspired by Greta. What can we do individually in our own little way to help support the work she's doing? Absolutely. Help the environment. And, you know, one of the things that's happening in a big way down in Southern California is, and I think it's been happening for about two or three months, but all the coffee shops are getting rid of plastic straws. And right. that is one of the I, biggest trends I think I've seen in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, even the big name coffee companies are now replacing the lids with these sippy cup lids. Right. Because um, everybody's woken up to the fact that we're destroying our beautiful beaches with so much of this well, unnecessary that's a move plastic. In the right, that's a move in the right direction. You know what happened? Right. Uh, I, was in, I flew to Greece um, at the end of August out of San Francisco airport. And they're, in San Francisco airport, they're not even selling plastic water bottles anymore. When I went to buy the water, it was in a stainless steel bottle. And there was a sign up that said, we're not selling plastic anymore. Wow. And, yeah. That's amazing. So, well, wow. you know, San Francisco and California tend to be ahead of the pack in environmental um, right, legislation right. and so forth. But the rest of the world is following. In Greece, too, they're not doing straws anymore, plastic straws. And, um, you know, yeah. very becoming very aware we're all becoming very aware of the impact we have on the planet right now so we are and i've got one more question to to squeeze in here because i know we're about in, at the end of our yeah um, we have two minutes a lot of time <laughs> but i will say that uh the big news here in southern california is that gavin newsom the governor of the state of california signed legislation that is apparently going to allow athletes college athletes to earn a little revenue on some uh, commercial endorsements. And in a nutshell, college athletes are gonna be able to earn money, get paid um, as they're in college. And there's quite a bit of an uproar. Oh, All really? The collegiate, I didn't know uh, about that. Yeah, okay. it's pretty big news. We should, we should look in, and that's kind of, I'm feeling it's a little bit of a Venus Scorpio energy as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. But um, he's got the backing of some really well-known celebrity sports figures who were saying that the reason they left college and jumped into the pros was because they could better help support their families. Right. And had they been given a chance to make a little bit of money while they were pursuing their education, they would have gotten their degrees, but yet still been able to help their families. So, well, it's so also it's a, a way to pay off those student loans that are so... Uh, just you know right right because some of them don't make it into into the profession you know professional right, rankings but right. um, I'd say that's a really interesting thing to watch and I do feel there's a very Venus Scorpio energy of that um, you know just uh, getting point. serious yeah Good point. so so okay well okay. I'll do a little more research and we can revisit that but have a great October and have a wonderful time in Greece. And if you guys haven't followed Ariel on Facebook, or uh, I'm not sure if you're on Instagram, but I've seen your pictures and you look like you're having a ball. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Catherine and audience, I will say, I will sign out for now and say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. All right, take care, Ariel. Continue to um, check us out. It got me on